Hey everybody, welcome back to Rebootleggers. This is a comedy podcast about uh, movies and TV shows, sometimes books. Uh, I think we did a video game once. You know, nothing is off limits. We are coming for everything. <laughs> I'm Scott Owen. I'm Frank Sarah. I'm Rebecca Frost. Today we're doing another one of our patented speed boots. This is Rebecca's Aww. first speed boot. And she's gonna really, gotta, you gotta buckle up. Uh, I'm nervous. I'm not even like warmed up or woke up. Do boats have seat belts? I think they don't. I think the really boats fast ones do. Boats? Yeah, have they definitely do because you don't want to. Well, but hmm. But if you have it, if, like in a car, it's because the car is not going to go underwater. But the boat, it will. Hey, yeah, like... Frank. Hey, Frank. Quick, quick question. Uh, how did you get there? Yeah, cars could go underwater. Like if you drove it across right, the bridge. Right, but like. 90% of the time, I think a car won't go in the water. Also, that's not why cars have seatbelts. They didn't put seatbelts in. They didn't go, well, well this is never going to go underwater, so let's put seatbelts in. I understand the mechanics, I think. But it's like, if you're wearing a seatbelt on a boat and you get into a crash big enough to need a seatbelt, I think it means you're going to get pulled to the underdeep and, and die. Did I miss a segue? No, Frank just, well, because speed boot. See, it sounds like boat. Boat. Huh. I thought you were just Seat looking at belt. speed two cruise control. <laughs> Here's the thing about cruise control. He could have just used that in the first one, right? Or the bus does not have that. Mm, I guess turning is a thing. I've never seen speed. But Frank, why don't you give us... You've an... never seen speed? Frank, why don't you give the audience and Rebecca just a quick intro to what a speed boot entails? We choose a person and we go down their filmography chronologically, slamming out Ugh. a rapid fire series of reboots rapid fire slamming out huh we're gonna we're gonna sl you know slam them out oh ugh. i didn't know that was a direction that one could slam it has to be insistent and firm yikes okay. like with purpose some boats have seatbelts. i've google has <laughs> covered me <laughs> i think you think we would have talked about this in the sailor moon reboot oh yeah for real well i don't know that sailboats have have seatbelts. those aren't going fast enough I mean, it maybe did. maybe if you get a real strong. In general, if you have a flotation device like a vest, you are considered not to need a seat belt per se. So then, does that translate to cars? Like, if I wear a life vest <laughs> in a car, am I okay? I think only if you wear something that makes you lighter than air. Then yes, if you can wear a vest that has like enough helium in it mm -hmm. that if you get thrown from the car, you will float up and out away from it. Then I think you're good. Okay. <laughs> Perhaps a bubble shield of some kind. Mm, the bubble shield. Frank, who are we speed booting today? Who's the we're mark? Gonna do, we're going to do Sandra Bullock today. American treasure. American? Is she Canadian? Is she American? She is Canadian? I'm going to assume. She's American. She's American. She's American. She's American. I Ryan scrolled Reynolds up on Wikipedia. Canadian. Yeah, Ryan Reynolds, Reynolds is Canadian. And we will talk about the proposal in a second. What Everyone a funny calm twist. down. What a funny twist of real life. Because in the, in the movie... He's it's the opposite that and she is wacky but that's 2009 we gotta start all the way up in 1980 something 87 1987 do you want to start with hangman let's start with hangman this is a 1987 american action thriller marked by the acting debut of actress sandra bullock so with hangman it's it's a very it's a very fierce and ferocious uh game of of that of game, Hangman. <laughs> so that we take the, the Hangman, turn into Hangmen. We're now so, there are so we're going back to Ready or Not. <laughs> this does take place in the Ready or Not universe. 
and there are multiple stickman's life at at risk here. And uh, if you fuck up, then a noose comes out in the real world and just grabs grabs a person. Oh, so this is a we're all trapped in the video game kind of movie. Well, I think it's just a ready or not type thing where if you the the game will kill the real people. Or are you oh, saying- Zozo. Zozo gets the noose around you. <laughs> when Zozo you're wrong. gets the noose around you and then makes your friends play Wheel of Fortune. Ooh, that's oh. kind of that's kind of like that. Uh, oh, Truth or Dare movie that just came out. How does that this one go? Summer is Zozo in that one? Uh, I'm pretty sure I haven't seen it, but you play <laughs> Truth or Dare and you die. Oh, okay. So Zozo's putting nooses and making. See, here's the thing. What we, we hey, Jeopardy. Wheel of Fortune is the game show that I'm trying to talk about. That's just fucking Hangman without the Hangman, right? So yeah, so I, it's, yeah. I guess money but, is a noose. Money is a noose. I guess we put Pat mm-hmm. Sajak. In, money is a noose. <laughs> I guess Pat Sajak is Zozo in Hangman. But all and all the words, it's like, well, Hangman. I mean, Wheel of Fortune has like phrases where Hangman is technically just a single word. No, Hangman could be phrases. Hangman could be whatever you want it to be. Hangman could be goddamn numbers if you really want all right, it to be. So it could it's be like, numbers. but it's like. Like, is Zozo ringing the game? Is this, are these full sentences in, like, old German? Maybe. I think, I think that's... Ooh, like old Latin? Yeah. E pluribus Yeah, I mean, German was fine, but sure, Latin, yeah, fuck me. Well, it yeah, could be, sorry, it, Frank. it was an and, not an, not an instead. But it's just like, because with, with Hangman, I'm I guess with Wheel of Fortune, they make you say it out loud. languages are, like, in Latin, right? Oh, it's in, not like, the German. Eldritch tongue. Well, I mean, like, Faust was German. Um, it's in, like, you know, it's in, it's in the demonic tongue with like different words. That's but then only you can't, wants, you don't, you can't. So everyone loses instantly because no one can well, even say the time. name of a demonic it's letter. On, it's just on the table because like, Zozo. Can I get a shush? Yeah. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes. And then there's Zozo three of cheats. those. Sometimes Zozo cheats. All right. Fuck this. I want to move on to love potion number nine. Yeah, do I need, do I need to be running a timer? <laughs> No, not at all. Okay. Love potion number nine. In fact, it nine. would hurt us. Guys, what about <laughs> love, love potion number nine? What about the other eight love potions? What did they do? Did they work? Does number nine work? What I'm, is the re- I'm checking of, the like... plot because I haven't seen this one. Let's see if it works. It's a rom-com. Hmm. I think it's about a guy who makes a love potion and then puts it on a lady and then she falls in love with him. And then if oh, I you, had to guess, she'll you, realize. Guys, it's a song. It's a song what? by The Searchers. Ooh, bad lyrics. I took my troubles down to Madame Ruth. You know, that gypsy with the gold ta- capped tooth. She's oh, got a pad her, yeah. down on 34th and Vine selling little bottles of love potion number nine. Mm-hmm. I told her I was a flop with chicks, been this way since 1956. She looked at my palm and made a magic sign. She said, what you need is love potion number nine. She bent down and turned around and gave me a wink and said, I'm going to make it up right here in the sink. It smelled like turpentine. <laughs> it looks like Indian ink. I held my nose, closed my eyes, and I took a drink. Oh, idiot. Oh, my God. Have I, You guys have heard this song before, though, right? I've like, never no. heard this song. Love potion number nine. I didn't know if it was dear night. I started before. kissing everything in sight, but <gasps> when I kissed a cop down on 34th and Vine, he broke my little bottle of love potion number nine. Well, he already drank it. Why did he have... Wait, does that mean his wiener? Because he already drank uh, it. No. Why does he still have no, it on what? him? Why does he still have it what? on him? He already drank it. He probably had extra. And then the cop breaks his bottle. Hmm. Well, so the movie Love Potion Number 9, Scott, answers your question. The plot of the movie features Love Potion Number 8 and its and, and its negative side effects. Mm. Then at ah. the end of the movie, they invent Love Potion Number 9, which is like, you know, the love potion. Mm-hmm. So in ours... 
Love Potion number eight in the movie is like that one Rick and Morty episode where like too many fall people in love, love but then you get like aggressive and go up to 11. Mm. So most of the movie is about number eight. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's disappointing. Sandra Bullock plays the doctor that the protagonist uses the love potion on like first or whatever. Yeah. What a what a dick. I think I think in our so in our reboot, we're just going to go through all eight and um, is it a is this a mini series on hbo oh it's an anthology series for sure mm-hmm. where it's just like different actors different story each time just a different love potion each time that's the mm-hmm. one all right what's up next and love potion number one. Oh, we're gonna go just, through all of them it's, no 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 love potion number one is just wine i wanted to make that joke oh okay you, you didn't have to immediately shit on that i laughed at it Forget uh, it. Up, up next. What do you want to? What What's on your list, Rebecca? What are we? What are, What's on the? I don't know. Happening? I don't know where you guys are looking. I'm just on Wikipedia. We're also yeah, on Wikipedia. Sorted, sorted on her chronologically. We just did uh, Love Potion number nine from 1992. Yeah, and after that is the vanishing. Well, we don't have to go f- directly in order. You can jump forward. Well, well, we we said it. I don't know. Okay, the vanishing. Jeff Bridges is a chemistry professor who has the perfect method to perform kidnappings. Oh. He is so dedicated that his wife and daughter begin to believe that rather than being a criminal, he is simply having an affair. Is the perfect method not just a large burlap sack? You tell me, Scott. How's it been working for you? Yeah, I'm not I'm not sure where we're going here. I mean, I've never tried it. <laughs> just seems like it seems like we've I don't see anything that could be better than a large burlap sack. They do it in what Guardians about a, of the what about Galaxy. A large, what about a large white windowless van? Hmm. Hmm. Uh, any FBI agents will note that I am not taking part. <laughs> <laughs> um, let, me ju- let me just move my post-it Kiefer note Kiefer Sutherland quick. plays Jeff Harriman, a man on vacation with his girlfriend Diane, Sandra Bullock, who is kidnapped without a trace at a gas station. No trace. Oh, For three years, Jeff, is, Jeff Kiefer Sutherland is obsessed with finding out what happened as Jeff Bridges uh, purposely taunts him with clues and hints and, like, tortures him and junk like that. Oh. That's mean. It's like, you're so close to finding her, and then he, like, moves to a different state and stuff Ah. like that. (laughs) Sucker. Um, And the movie is 100 minutes. So this movie's called The Vanishing. I think it's more, now it's about... um, Vans. Yeah. People just turn invisible, but they're still around. They're still there. They're just invisible, and you can't see them. Is it... Is it like a mystery? Do they want to become visible again? I don't know. That's Is it a disease? It's 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 a new <laughs> plague where suddenly you're invisible. And uh but like you can still talk to people and interact with things. You're just suddenly invisible now. And that's and then the and then mm-hmm. the writers room takes it from there. Oh, so we're we're going to ship this out to reboot Legos corporate. This is yeah, this is a speed boot, Frank. I'm not doing the whole mm-hmm. movie. I want to hear. I want to hear about. I want to hear Rebecca's idea for Demolition Man. Okay, so it's a guy, and he works on a construction site, and uh, he. It's all about his dedication to the job of demolish, de, demolishing. Demolishing. Things. Dem- yep. Demolishing. Demolishing things. Demolishing. Demo- Is it still the future? Uh, nope. It's present day. <laughs> 
what kind of demo is he traditional like is is this like just well is he HD? listening is this like what <laughs> is he listening is what this, kind of demo is he listening yeah is this like hdtv just the guy who comes in to wreck up your cabinets or <laughs> just they just <laughs> oh i like, like that the property brothers are like hey um we don't like it's just one guy with a big hammer we and the property brothers the are like man yeah <laughs> yo hammer kev we need you <laughs> His name is Hammer Kevin. Hammer Kev. Yeah, I or like maybe that. it's Kevin Hammer because that's good. The demolition. They call man. me the Hammer. And he shows up with a big hammer, and he just goes to town on your house. Oh, yeah, only if you ask him. But in the middle of a demolishing, he discovers a terrible secret about one of the property brothers. <gasps> and then he gets bit by like a radioactive hammer. And then he. Oh, I thought you were going to say he gets bit by a property brother and becomes one. No, that's better. He gets bit by a property brother and he has to get. He has to find the cure before he becomes the third property brother. What are the two property brother? Like, one of them is a realtor and the other one is a construction guy. Isn't that it? Yeah. I thought they were both realtors. No, like one. Yeah, one of them's like a construction guy and the other one's a realtor. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. A licensed contractor. Mm. According to the, the copy for the show. Good for them. It's very important. It's very important. You gotta be licensed, Frank. Otherwise, is Hammer Kevin licensed? A licensed demo man, or is he just the best? I well, both. Both. Okay. Maybe he's the only licensed demo (laughs) demo man. Like everybody else is like, yeah, I just I'm just a contractor and I do demolition. Oh, he's like, "Uh he's he's the only demolition artist. (laughs) Demolition is not just breaking things, and Hammer Kevin will show you why. It's not a science; it's an art. The things yeah. he does with a hammer <laughs> blow <Ooh>. your mind. <laughs> All right, cool. He'll hammer you. That's the tagline. So I want to talk about the 1993 classic film, Wrestling Ernest Hemingway. And I think the first one had... Got it. Not yeah, even... It. That's the title. Why? What? Tagline, get in the ring, and we're uh, done. We're good. Let's... Wrestle him. Wrestle him. That's the tagline, though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it 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 is gonna be like a WWE Raw style wrestling match where you do wrestle. I think you have to wrestle all his characters, and then you get to wrestle him. It's like a tournament. So you're who gonna are wrestle. Other, him. Who are other art uh, authors in the same like Walt uh, Whitman? Walt Whitman, well, yeah. Mm. So is like so like first up is like. I'm the old man from the sea. Yeah, that's who I was thinking and of. And you also just got to pound him into the dirt. He's he he's got his his weapon of choice is a giant marlin that he he slaps sure. you with. I was gonna, I was gonna say harpoon, but that actually works. No, he's oh my he's god, you the guys, fish. the tagline, the tagline, uh, boxing gloves never for sale, oh, never worn. Perfect. That's very good. That's very good. All right, I'm not touching any more. Let's go to the very next year, Speed. Speed. It's a movie about this mm. concept of a podcast. <laughs> you want to go documentary? Yeah, and about... it's just it, it's about the Speed Boot. Speed about won the, the speed. Academy Award for Best Sound Mixing in 1995. Hey, somebody had to. I have to rewatch this movie and only pay attention to the sound mixing. You got to get yourself a Dolby Atmos first, really. Yeah, I need to get that 7.1 surround. Mm-hmm. Seven whole speakers in that little room you got there. But no, so Rebecca wants to make a movie about us? Yeah. No, I thought it was a documentary about things that go fast. No, about the speed boot. About the speed boot. About the speed boot. Okay. 
Yeah. So we're assuming that the speed boot concept is going to get so big that movie, well, that movie needs to be made about it. Yeah. So there's slow panning shots of us as Werner Herzog talks about kind of our childhoods, the how we became the way we were. Can we get him? He's doing Star Wars right now. I think he, he does, might be busy. Well, he used to do some comedy stuff. He was in the boondocks. Yeah, I, I he, think he's open to it. He said he wanted to do Star Wars because he had no idea what it was and uh, was like, I guess his character, he was scared by it. Mm. Um. So then real quick, here's the big question. Who who would you get to play you in a movie about 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 this? Uh, me, obviously. Oh. Uh, well, so if, if, if it is a documentary, then there's well, okay, no yes. playing. Okay. Obviously, we would all prefer to play ourselves, but I want to know if Well, no, could... but I, I think I think I want to... If this is an actual documentary, there's no actors at all. <laughs> it's a documentary. <laughs> well, it, what about um the rec- recreations? Now it's just a based on a true story, Frank. Now who's playing Now you? it's a based on a true story dramatization? Yeah, now who's playing you? Wait, wait, wait. Is it based on a true story or is it one of those inspired by ones yes. where nothing in it actually happened? Correct. Those are two different things. That gives right. you two options. <laughs> yes, all of the above. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Who's playing you, Frank? Oh, my God. <laughs> or should we cast each other? Who's playing me? Mm. Oh, boy. It's less insulting to cast ourselves, I think. Yeah. I'm going to go with Jack Black. For you. For me. Okay. He's much too short to be you. I'm going to get Taryn Killim. Oh, there you go. Uh, I'll probably get uh, uh, Florence Pugh. Oh, I don't know how to say her last name. Pugh. Pugh. Florence Pugh. Pug. Poof. Yeah. Yep. Florence yeah, I Pug. Could, I could see that. Florence Pug. Yeah. Kind of surprised you didn't just say Brie Larson in, in High Road Us All. Fuck. Fuck. <laughs> we can edit it in. Just say Brie Larson now. Brie Larson. Oh, okay. Next up. Uh, while you were sleeping, guys, I, I, this is, this is a Bill Pullman. Two hours of TV static. Because <laughs> it's just two hours of the DVD opening menu. <laughs> while you were sleeping. Yeah. No, I think this movie. The end, the end credits are just the words, good morning. Yeah. No. Yeah. So I think that this movie needs to be about things that actually happen while you're sleeping instead of. Just a line at the end of the movie. But I do want Bill Pullman still in it. Um, I think maybe while you were sleeping, um, I don't know. So it's, it's not, Now it's actually just a story of the elves and the shoemaker. And it's about, <laughs> hey, while you were sleeping, we finished your shoes. It's just a series of like a guy wakes up and there's notes on his counter. Just like, hey, while oh. you were sleeping. Oh, that's pretty good. The character Janine like, called. She oh. wants... Well, Frank, now talk to you. Frank, now it's now it's like a heart wrenching tale about a dist a husband and wife who have become estranged and only communicate to each other through post it notes. Oh, that's okay. a little too real. That's like my parents' marriage. This is oh, okay. dangerously close to becoming the lake house, so I'm gonna need us to come up with a different idea. <laughs> well, it's about elves making shoes then. There we go. Moving on. Two if by C yeah, yeah, this is a movie about the American Revolutionary War. Obviously. Next obviously next except now it's about the secret one and that's all i'll say about that that's all the invisible one i mean the invisible one yeah that's all i'll say about that are we doing speed two cruise control speed two cruise control this is part two after we've all been indicted by uh, federal various federal agencies some of some of us for kidnapping but not me then this uh, is the follow-up, where are they now, kind of like a VH1 special. See, and I kind of feel like Tom Cruise has come in at some <laughs> point 
at like like trying to take over our shit, and that's why it's called cruise control. This is our vision board for the success of Rebootlayers. This is the equivalent <laughs> of the McElroys calling their shot about Trolls 2. Ours is Tom Cruise is going to try to steal our shit. Okay, that's good. Moving on. Making sandwiches. That one is just going to be a pleasant... It's just going to be 90 minutes of Sandra Bullock, Meryl Streep, and Betty White just making sandwiches and just oh, man, like talking. It is a short you film. You didn't even want so to touch Hope short. Floats? I was, I was also surprised at that. Okay, well, I was trying to just jump ahead because there's so many. I figured we had to skip some. But yeah, what do you got for Hope Floats, Rebecca? Uh, it's about a parade. <laughs> And who and is hope? Who's that, hope? That's it's, yep, that's it. Okay, I'm so glad. I'm so glad we back. Uh, practical magic. Oh, practical magic. Now this magic, of course magic for the sensible man. These are illusions. They're talking about stage magic. Yes. Yeah, I was gonna say. I was gonna say. I think it is important that we do explain impractical magic so that we know. Like this is in, Like what's an example of impractical magic? Oh, like some. Uh, so I made a sandwich with magic but it has nothing but glass in it yeah like why impractical would you i can't use this i can't use this glass sandwich rebecca mm-hmm. that's impractical mm-hmm. so it's all about just you know regular magic for the regular man or woman who uh who wants to you know oh this is that movie about the witch curse and stuff yeah i've seen this movie um <laughs> <laughs> it's a magic like reality show where someone come like someone we find people who have like become too concerned with like they're they're just so focused on making weird spells and magic they have to have someone come in and like realign like you know how somebody comes in and fixes your restaurant this guy comes in and fixes your magic and he's like look this is super so this is it's gordon ramsay's magic nightmares yeah with with sandra bullock your your chanting is all off hell's coven this is an oval, not a magic circle. Hell's Coven is very good. You're 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 not using iodized salt in your circle. Perfect. Also, apparently Cheryl Crow did a lot of work on the soundtrack, so she's back. Oh, she's back. You know she's back. <laughs> All right. Um, do we talk about the Prince of Egypt or do we do we not talk about the Prince no, of Egypt? No, it's perfect. It's perfect. You leave it as it is. Leave it as it is. Can't touch it. Now, 28 days. Now, this is about this zombies. Is, yes, this is twenty eight days later. While oh shit, this is this is the prequel for twenty eight days later. No, this is the, yeah, this is while Cillian Murphy was sleeping because twenty eight days later wakes up. <laughs> he wakes up twenty eight days later after the thing, like after the outbreak. So twenty eight days is that story of what happened during that twenty eight days. While while you were sleeping, colon twenty eight days. Yeah, while you Cillian Murphy were sleeping, twenty eight days happened. Murder by numbers. Yeah. Oh, so it's like you know those coloring things where you color in by the numbers. Mm-hmm. This is a zozo. Is this also this a zozo? A, it's like that, but with murder. Okay, so Dude, like giant it's a numbers picture, crush people. It's a picture of an elephant, and on his trunk it says like "kill your neighbor." Oh, so, so you're what saying, color is that? And then when they do it, it like fills in the color. Oh, and then oh. like the ear lights up, and it says like like murder Debbie. Hmm. <laughs> Just do the Debbie, murder. no! Just do the murder, guy. I was thinking it was like, it's like a step-by-step instruction for murder. Oh, like a wiki how? <laughs> this is how you do the murder. 
Murder by Numbers. Yeah, it's got. I think I, this one has to be like a comedy where someone. It's like murder for dummies, or it's like, or it's just like someone. Someone can. Um, they can. They kill people with giant numbers, just like. Physically. So you want to do a number? Like like a British absurdist kind of thing, where like this guy who's just like a regular schlub is like mad at his boss at work or whatever, and he's like, I'm gonna kill him. I'm gonna kill him. I'm just gonna fucking do. It. That's and called he finds bosses. a book that's called like How to Commit a Murder Well. And then he's just like reading it and he puts like post-it notes in it and junk like that. Yeah. And it's like first buy a murder weapon. And then he goes to the store and he's like holding a knife in one hand and like a big hammer in the other. Mm-hmm. And he can't decide and like mm-hmm. a passerby asks him what's going on. And it's all very farcical. Mm-hmm. This is, I like this. I would watch this. This sounds funny. This sounds funny. And that's unusual for us to, to, to make something we'd want to watch. And I like it. <laughs> you know what? I, I watched the first season of The Big Sick. And I think Rupert Grint could pull off being this dude. I think there's a different like, title for that movie because the big sick is the Kumail Nanjiani the movie. Kumail Nanjiani, Sick Note on Netflix. Sick Note. Rupert. Okay, what's the Divine Secrets of the Yaya Sisterhood about now? I don't know. It's a book my mom read. There's divine secrets in there. Are they summoning a deity? What is the Yaya Sisterhood? Is it? Do they I, use practical or impractical magic? This is the these are the questions. It is a secret order of women who have all taken a blood oath of undying loyalty to one another. Whoa! Hmm. So so do you get to like call in call in the blood oath favors? You're like you're like hey I got the well, yeah I'm asking I'm I'm trying to do that right now. You're like but where but where are the traveling pants? This is I also Are these get rival issues. secret organizations. <gasps> There's two different sisterhoods. Yeah, the Ayas fight the pants. <laughs> <laughs> now, Frank, and I, as we as we both know, I I do not I'm not actively opposed to the sisterhood, but I do not agree with with their their methods with, with their I don't agree with their ideology. These pants stay with me, and so I just need that on record. Like I'm happy to do this movie with you guys, but. Uh, it is against my own personal beliefs. I have nothing against them, and I I wish them well, but they they may not come for my pants. So I just that just needs to get out there. Now, how do they fight? So does does the Yaya Sisterhood are they are they someone that I would get on board with? Where they're all about keeping pants, you know, keep pants in on the butt. Do not do not share pants, and then they and that's why they're fighting the Sisterhood of traveling pants. Yeah, but why wouldn't you want to share traveling pants, like sh- traveling magical pants? Yeah, what do the traveling pants do? From what I remember, no, I'm just, they... I'm just picturing a pair of pants with like a suitcase and a hat, <laughs> and it's just like waiting for like a, a train. Yeah, like a big hey, straw you hat. you up the train station on Tuesday? <laughs> Fuck, I got a doctor's appointment. Why are these pants <laughs> traveling so much? Where is it going? Is it, is the, okay, this isn't even a Sandra Bullock movie, but now we're, I, I think... We need to save this. We need to do a reboot of the Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. We need to get a, a full reboot. It. I got ideas for this. Yep. We, we can make Yaya Sisterhood part of the Traveling Pants universe. Yeah. Obviously. The Sisterhood universe. The Sisterhood. The Sister. Yeah, Hoodiverse is good. The, the Sisterhood. The Sisterhood of Sisterhoods universe. So in 2004, Crash won for Best Picture. Best Picture. What did they crash in this movie? A boat? Uh, you know, I can I couldn't tell you. Did they crash Sandra Bullock? Uh, it turns out it's just a car. It's a minor collision with a car. It's an... all I know is that there's racism. Mmm. 
And that's why it's one best picture. Probably. Probably. So does our does our reboot not have racism? So Crash was inspired by a real life incident in which a Porsche was carjacked in 1991 outside a video store. Mm. So so now they now they steal. I mean, there's no video stores now. So like, how could we do this? Netflix headquarters. <laughs> a va- a vape store. <laughs> a jewel factory. Ah. Where the kids are out there jeweling constantly. Oh, the vaping yeah. company. Yeah, jewel the. Not like actual jewels. J U U L. Yeah. Okay, I got you. You're thinking of jewelry. Well, jewelry. It, that still applies to vaping, right? A jewelry is like the equipment. Yeah, wouldn't that be called jewelry? <laughs> shouldn't it be? <laughs> shouldn't it absolutely be called jewelry? <laughs> Holy shit! Why is it not called jewelry? Like, oh, look at that teen with all his. Jewelry. With all this jewelry, (laughs) he's got like eight vape pens. This movie has a lot of people in it. Rebecca, put all your jewelry in the bag. What all do you need to to be jeweling? Just the pen in the pod. Uh, I imagine there's a lot of accessories. You gotta charge it. You gotta charge it. So you gotta have a charger. Oh, a charger. How by the early two thousands. You didn't just own a Game Boy. You owned the 17 things that plugged into the Game Boy. I know all my friends did. I wasn't allowed to own any handheld video That's what jeweling is going to be in like eight more years. <laughs> so you're going to have your your special light attachment you're so you can like see. You're going to look like a one-man street band of just <laughs> foggy, just cloudy, just cloudy jams. You're going to have foot pedals. You're going to have like a string on your shoulder you pull. For some reason, every time I think of like a vape pen, all I ever think about is, do you know, you know, those huge, those like, oh, they're not like oversized to the point of like cartoon, like they're not as big as my head, but it's just like a pen that's too big because it's like mostly clear, but it has flashing lights in it. That's all I can think about whenever I think of vape pens. What? I just assume that they're all very like like... the novelty pens that are like, oh, there's like a flashlight inside the body of the pen. And so the pen is like slightly too big to be comfortable yeah but it's not even a flashlight it's just like red and blue flashing leds and it's got like a bank of america thing printed on it (laughs) like and they like you can unscrew it and look at the battery and me and no one i've ever known has ever changed the battery right why would you that's what vaping is to me it's got to be loud let's talk about frank i know How? how hold on a second i'm so sorry why have i never seen anybody vaping through a kazoo um, I'll get on it. I'm sorry. Yeah, Rebecca, you gotta. I'm sorry I'll let you down. Rebecca, you gotta. Okay, um, do we... Is is there anything standing between us and the lake house right now, Frank? Never. All right, what's t- talk to me about the lake house. Well... Is it a house within with a lake in it? Or a, a lake with a house in it? Instead of on it? Oh, shit. But where does the time travel come in? I think it didn't used to be in the lake. Is it like the Lost Island where it just kind of goes wherever? The lake house appears to whoever needs it most. Yes. <laughs> so they and and so wait, but how does it work, Frank? Someone in the future sends letters to someone in the past? It'd be the shack, right? Where it's like where God, God is in the shack. Is, isn't that Octavia Spencer? Who is that? Yeah, it's Octavia Spencer. Okay. But so it's like Sandra Bullock is like the lake house's uh, like keeper. She, yeah, she's okay. And whenever 
she appears as a perfectly priced Airbnb to people that don't know that they need to be in the lake house. People from the future. So in the original movie, how far in the past does the lake house go? It's only two years. Oh, it's only a couple of years. Okay. Because it's like a vacation house for both of them. It's not their real house. What if, what, okay, so I want our lake house to be like the far future, flying cars and shit, and like the 1800s past. And in, okay. the, and in the far future. We're talking warming pans for the bed. We're talking warming pans for the bed. Speaking of, we still really got to do Blackbeard's ghost. What's going on with that? Um, and I'm think so like the lake house base. So the person in the past is sending letters, but the person in the far future is sending, you know, whatever text messaging is going to be in the far future. And the lake house just, you know, interprets it. Digital mind blasts. Yeah, digital mind blasts. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, Keanu's in this original movie. Yeah. Yeah. Keanu and Sandra Bullock. Uh huh. Mm -hmm. Obviously. Is there anything you want to do with that, Frank? Um, n not since we made Speed a documentary, no. Oh, right. I forgot we made Speed a documentary. Yeah. Okay. Because um, he would drive, drive the bus from Speed up to the lake house. That was going to be my joke. I did like your idea <laughs> drive the bus up. I mean, he could. That could be like a fun callback. That could just be a fun callback. Keanu's in yeah, it driving he, the bus. He, he's a bus driver that for some reason gets to drive his bus whenever he wants. So he takes it on vacation to the lake house. He's the bus driver who picks you up to go take you to the lake house. Fuck yes. He's also the carriage driver <laughs> because in the past it's the carriage driver. Because in the also... past. Oh, wait. I, he he is in both the future and the past. He is also a guardian he of the house. He is timeless. He is timeless. All right. So Keanu and Sandra Bullock are the, 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 the curators. Oh, but Frank, here's the twist. And they Rebecca's never cross paths. Too. Well, they never. Oh, oh, that's. I was going to say they're they they're trapped by the lake house and they're constantly trying to find someone to replace. Oh, them. it's a sinister bent. Now it's this. a sinister bent. Mm. They need to find and secure a replacement. The lake house, for some reason, we can make up some weird like cabin in the woods, dumb rule about it where it's like it needs life energy spanning across time or something to really work. And, and tricking you into churning butter means that you're the new prisoner. Or driving the bus. I think if they just can get you, yeah, to, to I don't either know. Either drive the bus. Well, so do they actually get you to to? Are they actually going to trap our protagonists, or do the protagonists destroy the lake house? I think eventually they got to destroy it. Yeah, or is the lake house like the source? Like, do we go back to the lost thing, and the the lake house is heaven, hell, the source of Purgatory. all magic in the universe? <laughs> A dog's dream. The lake house is purgatory. It's a dog's purpose is what it is, Frank. Purgatory. Oh, it's part good. of the dogiverse. Part of the dogiverse. Okay. What do you guys want to do next? All about Steve. All about Steve. Which Steve? Buscemi? Uh, Martin? So, you know how it's Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve? I do know that. Well, that's what I've heard. It's Steve. It's Adam and Steve. Oh, and this hell is yes. all about that Steve. All about that Steve. That's very good. So does it take place in the Garden of Eden and it turns out that it was Adam and Steve and not Adam and Eve originally? Yes. I love it. And Sandra Bullock can and, be the Eve who shows up and ruins Adam and Steve. Yeah, and Steve's a bit of a drama queen. That's why it's all about Steve. All about Steve. He's like, look, man, you're always... What did they... The garden sounds so boring. If if I'm being if I'm being so if I'm being perfectly well, honest. so that's that's where Steve comes in because he tries to convince Eve to leave 
And so he's like, here, have an apple. Oh, I was thinking Steve was first. And then Eve showed up later. And it actually, like, that's the, the twist is like, oh, it turns out it was Adam and Steve. Right, 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 right. So it's Adam and Steve. Oh, and then, and then Eve shows up. And, and then, then Eve shows up and Steve Steve's is trying to get jealous. Eve to leave constantly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 There's <laughs> so many Eve words happening. Okay. So Steve, so Steve tempted Eve with the apple and not Satan? Yeah, through through time and translations, uh, what we thought was the word Satan is actually the word Steve. <laughs> Steve is an original Aramaic name. There's a potato bug on my desk that keeps like, like accidentally flipping itself over and like getting stuck on its back. And I'm like, dude, what is going on? I have... Aside from Kelly, I've never heard anyone else call them potato bugs. I always call them roly polies. I, I I had to Google that. Yeah. Oh. I'm not complaining. I'm just saying, like Kelly will be glad to hear what a, that what someone a crazy, else calls them that. The proper name. Whoa. Okay. They are not roly polies because the picture of this potato bug that I'm looking at is fucking terrifying. What? Oh yeah, picture of a potato bug. Oh. Oh, they're like enormous grasshoppers. Ah! Like, too big. Why? Why have you sent this my the way? The Jerusalem cricket. What? That is a that is a potato bug according to the internet. Yeah. Ah, uh, I understand. This is called a potato beetle. Hello, I'm the podcast without fear, Luke. I'm the uncanny Ryan. I am Kylie the Poodinger. I am the superior Caitlin. And I am the agitated Kyle. And, and we are most of the Nerd Dome podcast. Every Friday, some variation of this group gets together and talks about all things nerd. The newest stuff in TV, movies, comics, video games, and more. So join us in the Dome every Friday to hear all things nerd. From a bunch of people who are probably a bit too into it. Part of the Hello Sweetie Podcast Network. Let's dive back in and talk about... What's next? Blindside? The blind, blind side. side. We're got to do the blind side next. What's a per- which side? A person, a person cannot see out of their right eye. So it's Seabiscuit. Was Seabiscuit blind? Uh, Was Seabiscuit blind? Tobey Maguire couldn't see out of one side of his eye in that movie because he did boxing too much and he got punched in the side of the head a lot. Oh. And that, that makes the entire movie Seabiscuit, just so we're clear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the blind side is a movie. What if it's just a movie? So it's a person who can't see out of one side of their face and... um. They, uh, it's just, uh, uh, it's just 90 minutes of them getting like hit in the set, like things hitting What's them. What's going on over there? Coming. Yeah. It's everything it's, uh, the most exciting day of their life is happening, but our on-screen view is relatively bland because it's all happening to the left. <laughs> yeah. Like there's explosions and shit happening to yeah. the right, but we have no idea. Do we? <laughs> And because are they also deaf on one side? (laughs) I think oh, blind is it's just blind. Okay, they're blind on one side. That's good. Um, But it could tie into extremely loud and incredibly close. Oh yes, we just would not know. Yes. Well, so my only idea so far for extremely loud and incredibly close is that that's a great title for a like documentary about like the biggest Metallica concert ever. (laughs) where you're at the front row and you're just like oh my god this is extremely loud and just right here it's too much it's it's far too much okay let's let's do gravity this is the one where she gets stuck in space and then uh gets gets back out of space right spoiler alert fucking spoilers dude i assumed we spoil things all the time this movie's six years old friends 
Yeah, she was in space and then she wasn't. And yeah. Clooney was in space with her? Uh, yes. And he still is. Yes, but he was not He He's... was not stranded, though, right? Only Sandra Bullock was stranded? No, he also was, wasn't he? Isn't he still stranded? Well, I mean, was he, he, was he like, he's stranded because he, uh, he is out stranded. there somewhere. He okay. has stranded himself. Somewhere Yeah, now it's a five-hole movie. there. <laughs> About the... George Clooney's out in space. Sorry, did you say Clooney? <laughs> I said George Clooney. I heard George Clooney. I wish you'd said Clooney. Um, so in Gravity now, I think that maybe it's, is it like, is it about? Now? It's it's nothing but like serious situations and people going, I don't think you understand the gravity of the situation. <laughs> What if it's the sequel to the movie, the original Gravity, but now because it's it's a it's a hokey superhero origin where nobody was exposed to so nobody had ever been exposed to so much gravity before, and now she's got so much gravity in her that she can do gravity powers. What the what can you do with a gravity power, Scott? Well, you could so you could change your own gravity Probably to let fly. yourself fly. You Aww. could change other people's gravity to make them like very not move. Stick mm-hmm. to the ground. Um, you can do like a. You can do like a. <laughs> <laughs> what if it's what if what if we switch the Y and the I and it's gravy tea? <laughs> Ooh. Okay, so what's what's gravy tea, Frank? What is gravy tea? It's exactly well, what it sounds like. It's yeah. tea, but it's gravy. Yeah, they go out. Sorry, what? They go out into space <laughs> and they they, they they land on the moon and it's just it's all gravy. But what's the TI then? That's the that's the T- gravy language the tweet. gravy people speak. Uh, TI is there. TI the rapper. TI is on the moon with there. gravy. Gravy capital T capital I. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Okay. With does he have like T period T pe- I period? I don't know. Who, yeah, who T period remember? I period. Yeah. What's he and been that's, in? He's on the he's, he's from the moon. And that's where he gets his gravy. And his gravity powers. So it turns out the moon... And his gravity powers. The moon's not cheese, it's gravy. We've been wrong yeah. this whole time. Oh, yeah. Cheese gravy. All right. Last last on the speed boot, we, we got to finish with Bird Box. What are we doing with the Bird Box? This is a tough one. Because uh, uh, there is there is an actual Bird Box in the movie. There's a box so I can't... of Bird? Yeah. There's like a box and they put a they put a couple birds in it. Mm-hmm. And what do they do with those birds when they're in the box? Uh, they sense when the evil creature thing is around. Oh, how do they 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 squawk? They go, "Hey, it's nearby." <laughs> hey, whoa, whoa! <laughs> hey, <it's> whoa, <laughs> hey! <laughs> hey, whoa, whoa, no, 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 don't go that way! Whoa! Hey, slow, slow down! <laughs> These birds sound incredibly good. Maybe this is the whole movie's from inside the bird box. Oh, that's very good. Oh. There's a part, there's a part where they get put in the in like the freezer. And so I'm just imagining the scene where they're like, "Hey, someone <laughs> put us in the freezer. It's getting cold in here." No. <laughs> they're just like New York stereotypes. <laughs> yes. Okay. And that's and that's bird box. And that's, and that's Bird Box. And that's Bird Box. And we've completed our Sandra Bullock speed boot. Rebecca, you've done it. That was stressful. Was it? <laughs> <laughs> well, we <sighs> will probably do another Woo! one someday. 
Feels good. Um, so then, um, I am drenched right now. So, oh. <laughs> this is, it's like I just ran a marathon. Is it from sweat? And oh, okay, I am it is not sweat. in shape. Um, now here's what, so now the most important, this is the most important part of the show. What, what snack is Sandra Bullock? Like what snack represents Sandra Bullock? And oh, what, herself. Cause she a snack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, and then <laughs> Thank also you for putting me out of my misery. And <laughs> And then also, what what flavor of Mountain Dew says Sandra Bullock? Hmm. Sand. Sandra. Let's just Sand. Google Sandra Bullock Mountain, Mountain Dew. Dew. Ocean, ocean water because of sand. Well, also. Oh, and Ocean's she was in Ocean's Eight. Eight. That'd be Baja Blast. Let's see. Sandy cocktails named sand. so i did so i searched sandra bullock mountain dew i got a headline that says sandra bullock donated one million dollars to hurricane harvey victims dot 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 and then you know how google gives you like um you know like a little just a couple like a sentence excerpt from the page mm-hmm. the last line in this excerpt is would you like mountain dew turkey mountain dew turkey is that cooking a turkey with mountain dew for for like for basting you know who can say um, so what's like a good Mountain Dew flavor that makes you think of like demolition? Oh, uh, code. I don't want to. Baja say. Blast. Um, yep. You brine your turkey in, in a mix of equal parts Mountain Dew and water. For every liter of liquid in total, add a quarter cup of kosher salt to the brine. Interesting. Thanks, and then you it. make a turkey with that. Don't love it. Let's talk. But so. Voltage? Voltage sounds like a demolition kind Ooh, of. Ooh, there's there's one called Solar Flare. What? Mountain Dew Solar yeah. Flare? Are you on Mountain Dew Wiki right now? Shut up. It's a <laughs> Mountain, Mountain Dew variant exclusively available in fountain machines at 7-Eleven convenience stores in the United States, Canada, and the Philippines. Holy now shit. Now I've got to go to a 7-Eleven. Now i got to go find. Is this current? This is, it's, it's Tropical Punch Mountain Dew. Oh, this was 2015. Still, count it. Count it. This is this is Sandra Bullock's flavor, Solar Flare. Yeah. And yep. what's and and but what what's the snack? You can't you can't eat Sandra Bullock. Oh. <laughs> Unless you're like trying to like gain her powers. But then. Oh, hold on. She okay. A short film called Making Sandwiches. Oh yeah, it's just sandwiches. It's just sandwiches. We talked about sandwiches several times because sandwiches made of glass was a thing too. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. So, you know, just find your favorite sandwich. For Frank, it is meat sandwich. Meat sandwich, please. That's tough, though, because your boy jams on his PB&J. I do love Ooh. a good PB&J. What's your J flavor, though? What's my J? Yeah. You can't just ask him oh, what his J oh is straight up oh like boy. that. Oh, boy. Phrasing, 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 phrasing. I'm a grape J kind of guy. Um, Thanks, everybody. For Wait, like- what kind of J? Are you jam or jelly? I'm a jelly guy. Okay, good. I don't know. I'd probably be a jam guy. I don't know. Thanks, everybody, for listening. This was a good speed <laughs> boot. Um, if you like the show, please give us a good rating and review on Apple Podcasts and other rating stuff. You can subscribe. Tell your friends. Tell your friends because um, they'll like it if you like it because friends all like the same things as each other. That's why you're friends. Uh, thank you to the Hello Sweetie Podcast Network for having us on. And uh, until next time, I'm Scott Owen. I'm Frank Sarah. I'm Rebecca Frost. And Frank and Rebecca, I need our password for next week for the listeners. Boat seatbelt. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>